Hello everyone, welcome to the Downed Pilot Podcast. It's uh, your best friend Tom, along with my... (laughs) And uh, we're here talking the Pride of the X-Men pilot. Now, before we get too much further, um, we had the uh, awesome chance and opportunity to interview Eric and Julia Leewald, uh, writers on the X-Men the Animated Series. Um... You could always check out their Twitter at XMenTAS um, and their website, XMenTAS.com, and his book. Uh, You already heard all about that in the beginning, but uh, they talked about this pilot briefly, um, and uh, we figured, you know, you might as well hear it from them before us unprofessional people talk about it. So uh, take a listen, and if you like that, be sure to check out that link in the description. Uh, it's, It's one of our favorite episodes, and we think you'll like it too. Uh, Eric might like it. I know. It's pre-Eric. Pre-E. Anyway, uh, we're probably scrapping this, blah, 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 blah. Well, it wasn't that nice. Um, there (laughs) fuck, man. And there you have it. That's the skinny on, uh, you know, how the X-Men pilot that was Pride of the X-Men uh, came to be and why Kitty Pride never made an appearance in the 90s X-Men animated series. Uh, what'd you think about all that, Eric, what, about what they had to say? Yeah, I uh, I feel like so much happened and nothing happened at the same time. Yeah, and it's not even showing the effectiveness of the X-Men. It's, it's these military uh, people who captured... Magneto to begin with um I mean obviously as a uh I mean X-Men have always been like a an allusion to you know racism in America and diversity um and I mean they painted that picture very fast uh uh but I mean that that is a staple of what the X Men are. Uh, no, sh- there's you know there's no striker or the Church of Striker or whatever that uh, whole run was. But um, we got a little taste of that. Um, I mean, I I kind of side with Magneto on a lot of this stuff. <laughs> Yeah, well, he'll never tell you otherwise. <laughs> I uh, I just took Silence's laughter. Um, yeah, I don't, like, the Brotherhood means, I mean, we live in a very uh, toxic era. It's usually, it's, it's very divided right now, and 
I can see this, you know, still being relevant today. It's unfortunate, but uh, I think it's one of the reasons why so many people identify with the X-Men. And I did like, I mean, although they got the origins a little screwed up, uh, I did like the diversity of the team. Yeah, yeah, they were, uh, like, the one thing the this, this show definitely had going for it was the um, the animation and, like, the Foley work. Like, all the sound effects and stuff sounded good. Dialogue was a little rough. Um, but... Yeah. I, I mean, but they, they, uh, they had a hard grasp or uh they they just did not know what these powers did um which would seem would it would seem like more of a natural reaction if you're scared and that's when your mutant ability usually manifests you just phase down um White Queen was weird addition, having Emma Frost in this, because she's usually associated with the Hellfire Club. It seems like she took the role that um, Mystique usually fills in, but, Mis like, yeah, and but, like, they had, they had the traditional Toad, Pyro, Blob mix. Um, Toad, I thought, was the best part. <laughs> Yeah, he's like he. They like made him into like an Igor kind of thing, which was kind of cool because like Magneto was doing some weird science crap. Uh, yeah, a lot of Magneto's power set was weird. Uh, I mean, really, the only ones that looks like they did a great job with Colossus. Um, Wolverine, he was fine. I I hate the way the claws look though. They just look like they're paper thin. Well, he he, uh, he ran into Deadpool before this, and he uh, he recommended the brown pants. Even even was even a a sparkle in his creator's eye. No, it was more because I think, uh, what we were. Back to the X-Men, yeah, back to the X-Men, the animated series conversation we had. They talked about when he first just came out and they threw him into that. There's a sequence where Morph is walking through like a mine shaft and he's changing into a bunch of people. And Deadpool's one of the people he turns into. And they're like, we just saw him on a cover of a new comic and we threw him in there. Having no idea like how popular he would become and stuff like that. So that's interesting. But, uh, I mean... There was a lot of characters, and I mean, for an X-Men cartoon, yeah, uh, that's to be expected, but, uh,
Yeah. Yeah, that by no means was that a bad cartoon. Yeah. Oddly though, she's playing like the same age in in both here and in that series. Um I liked I Evolution had its moments. I liked uh, they they did some really cool, clever nods. There's a sequence where uh, like Rogue and Kitty Pride and uh, Storm and Jean are like walking up the hallway, and it's directly like the same cuts from the craft when the four girls are walking up the hallway in the movie, and it's the same like they're doing the same flip of the hair and like it's really cool seeing it side by side. So. Uh, they do a lot of, like, throwbacks for their audience during that era. Um, but I really liked, uh, you know, having Scarlet Witch and, and, uh, Quicksilver around and Magneto acknowledging them as, like, his children. Like, that was cool. But... You know, it's weird. I just realized that Jean Grey wasn't in this episode. And I don't... And, I mean, we commented that there was no Beast, and I was thinking to myself, man, obviously they replaced Dazzler with Rogue. Um, but I uh, I didn't think about Jean Grey once the entire time, and I don't know if that's just because the Phoenix is so much more interesting than Jean Grey, so I don't think about Jean Grey usually. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was weird seeing Scott not crying over something. Well, I mean, so... What What did you definitely like out of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you, if you heard uh, Eric and Julia discussion, <laughs> discussion. Uh, if you heard Eric and Julia discussing it earlier, uh, when they said that the uh, showrunner for this kind of sneaked like her budget from another production off to the side to do this, um, she was in charge of the uh, RoboCop uh, animated series. And instead of doing the Thirteenth episode of that series, uh, she went and took this money aside said to Toei Animation and was like, make this thing. And uh, I'm glad she did because that, as Eric and Julia said, it kind of served as a flagship for superhero shows because nobody was buying Marvel properties at the time. And this was distributed by ABC, so that's kind of funny in the long run. The theme song was alright. It was no 90s animated series theme song, but... Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, it felt like a lazy Thundercats. The episode. <laughs> yeah, um, pirating's a crime and Spider-Man wants you to vote. It felt like somebody's, like, stepdad was just really trying. He's like, how do I, how do I break through to this kid and just get him to clean his room? He's like, you know what? I'm Scuba Steve! Scuba Stan's father! Or I screwed that up, but you know what I mean. Like, it seemed like a desperate ploy by a parent to get his son to listen. Now... Old enough? Yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe they're assuming, like, kids were gonna watch this with their older brothers or something like that, but I... Yeah, that was a little distracting, um, but, I mean, I, I remember the cameos he did on the Spider-Man, the animated series, so, like, hearing him involved with the cartoon wasn't by any means, like, new. Yeah, where, where Spider-Man meets his god. Stanley's it's just Stanley and Spider-Man swings in and he's like really you're the only one he's like yeah uh, Jack Kirby's a liar never listen to him uh I mean I'm, I'm trying to pick little things that I did like I think like again all of the Colossus seems scenes were done really well the the Nightcrawler going into the Earth's atmosphere was animated really cool um He was not gonna. I <laughs> uh, I mean, are we gonna talk about Wolverine? So Wolverine, uh, apparently, as as you heard, Eric and Juliet state, uh, Crocodile Dundee. Uh, if that really was the case, if that's why they picked him to be Australian, I really wish they did a knife joke where he's like, "You call that a knife? That's not a knife, Shink." This is a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. There's six knives. My clone, knives in the feet. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm jump I'm jumping the shark here. Um Yeah. I mean, it is cool that some of our most like uh interesting characters have come from cartoons uh like harley quinn did not exist before bruce tim put him there in the animated series just like x-23 did not exist before uh 
the X-Men uh, Teen Wolf. Oh, no. Yeah, because before he was just like, ah, freeze so I can rob a bet. He was more like the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, in, in regards to keeping the wife out of there. But Nora Freeze was never talked about before Bruce Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Or And then, like, him and, like, eight other ice villains show up in Young Justice. That's great. <laughs> Wouldn't it be ice if we were colder? Anyway. I just wrote that. I'm Odd Tom Yankovic. Oh, that's a that's a great screen name. Why am I not? Um, seeing Lockheed was cool. Uh, no one questioned that there was a tiny dragon on an asteroid. Like, it was normal. Yeah, well, I don't think he was really, like, on Magneto's side. I think I think I read that he's supposed to be native to... Like, he's, he's, like, one of many dragons, but that one, like, follows Kitty back or whatever. Like, essentially, like, the Porgs, except you don't see... It was like you only saw one Porg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, alright, so... Eric... People are like, we want, we want uh, to to revamp Pride of the X Men. What do you change, man? Yeah, and Kurt's a little creepy. Um, so, I mean, uh, I think one of the things I would say, just to get it out of the way, is settle on maybe one villain. I mean, if you're going to do Magneto, do the Brotherhood. But you have Pyro, you have Blob, you, have, you don't need... Do Juggernaut's a separate villain. Hell, the Hellfire Club is its own thing. Like, uh, I would just settle on one. Uh, what do you think would be the best direction? you think going straight to Magneto is a good way to start off? Your stepbrother, Charles! Which you know what I'm fine with that because at least at least they didn't completely ignore the backstory like they did in X Men Three and make him a like they called him a mutant in this but like for generos for gen yeah thank you I think that's fine where he's like okay he's grouped in with these mutants but for anyone who doesn't know Juggernaut not a mutant he's imbued with the power of Sirtskak I can't pronounce it but he's pretty much just a god of chaos and destruction and he's a fun guy he's a fun guy
Oh, that'd be interesting. Kind of like how uh, when Mystique in the movies got cloned, Magneto was like, oh, you're not beautiful anymore to me or whatever. Uh, so he didn't have a use for her. that. That'd be a cool take. Um, I, it's just like, he's already starting off with Asteroid M. Like, I don't know why Magneto's not winning at this point. Yeah, and again, I felt like nothing happened at the same time just because there was, like, no stakes. Because you're like, the world's gonna... And, like, the plan didn't make sense because he was gonna end the... Kill all the humans by blocking out the sun with ash from a comet for years to come. But, like, mutants aren't, like, built with filters for ash and covered suns. Like, I don't know why he... Just all, everyone turns into murlocs. Or does he just want to repopulate the Earth with the blob? Because I don't think White Queen was on the ship. Um... Oh, God. May have. With, with her mind. No, Dazzler is fighting Pyro. Which, I mean, Storm, I mean, was great in this too, but obviously the X-Men the Animated Series version is much better. And, again, like, the Charles Xavier's, like, those were... Yes. She just, she just lifts rocks into nothing. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it is a current. It's supposed to be a concussion beam. That's fine. So like, but like, you're gonna put a dent in something. Um, yeah, like that would have been a good time for Storm to just be like, "All right, let's blow the rocks off the table instead of just shooting them into space." And, Yeah. He he wanted to get the the professor's rocks off. He is a he is a pleaser. Yeah. Because, like, for those familiar with the movies, they'll remember Wolverine gets to the school because Charles, like, invites him there. And then, like, Charles, like, lures him through the hallway, like, with his voice in Logan's head. For this, Kitty Pride walks into the school and, like, a very, like, not convincing after image of Xavier rolls up. And then rolls another, like, what, it was, like you said, like, five or ten feet into the next room. And Xavier's like, ha I'm right here. Um... Or if you really, like, if it's that much of an inconvenience to you, just move the door into this part of the building, and then I'll just walk right in front of you. Uh, why was... No security. Why, why was Cerebro, like, 
a really bad supercomputer. Like, it <laughs> I don't know. Why didn't Magneto's helmet work? See, this is, if anything, this just shows how much work and thought went into the animated series that came out in the 90s, man. Because they had all of their characters so well-rounded. They had their stories thought out. It's just... Maybe I'm biased because they've been on the channel and I like them. But, I mean, you, you compare the two and they're, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, alright, well, we're, yeah, I will say Nightcrawler in Evolution is dope with those swords. I always love the sword-wielding Nightcrawlers. Yeah, I always thought that was funny, too, because, like, in a lot of those shows, uh, like, they'll use the watches to transform into their super ego, like, their alter egos, you know what I mean? Like, Power Rangers will do their, like, morphing time, or Ben 10 will hit his watch, but, like, for Kurt, it's, like, it's, like, kind of Clark Kenting it, like, he is that, he is Nightcrawler, and he's masquerading as Kurt Wagner, like, I know it's more, they are the one and the same, but it's, like, that Clark Kent Superman kind of thing. Um, I don't know. Watch Kill Bill if you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, Kill Bill 2. Um, all right. Well, we're, uh, we're running close on time here. Was there anything that we missed? Uh, anything that we wanted to sa salvage from this wreckage? We'll just leave it here on the ground. Uh, as far as like uh, ranking these, because uh, I, I didn't realize it, but we have been uh, episode to episode putting them into a, a watch order. Uh, it will eventually become a very long list, but uh, I, I still, I still think Wonder Woman. Okay, so uh, as far as going from worst to best, uh, so far here on the Down Pilot Podcast, we have uh, last week's episode. Wonder Woman, uh, 2011, starring Adrian Pilecki. Um, that's our worst. Then we go to this, Pride of the X-Men. Moving next to Aquaman from 2001? Six. 2006. And then, so far, the star of the show, uh, Heat, Vision, and Jack. I didn't screw it up. Um, yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, so, uh, I mean, uh, at least we're getting somewhere with this, uh, making some progress next week uh we're gonna be doing <sighs> okay it's all you which
Yeah, uh, I, I, uh, it's definitely going to be uh, special. <laughs> um, Eric has informed me of some of the back history behind it, so it, it will be interesting to talk about. So we hope you can come by for that episode. Um, we're here on Odd Shape Channel. Please check out the other great content we have on here. Well, we got TV Three Way, Odd Shape Panel, uh, Space Time Rewind, as, as well as a bunch of uh, past season shows such as Mormo Zone and uh, man, there's so many Encrypted, uh, Night's Watch. Um, you can tweet at me at Odd Shape Panel on Twitter. Um, and Eric, why don't you go ahead and tell them your stuff? <laughs> Joe better be listening to this. And uh, where can they find you on Twitter? All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's that's it from us here at the Down Pilot Podcast. Uh, we're having a blast doing the show, and uh, we'd like to hear what you think about it. Please uh, comment, like, uh, subscribe if you haven't already to the YouTube channel. You can also check us out at the website, www.oddshapechannel.com. Uh, that's about to be republished soon with an updated format and some new content. Uh, so that should be fun. Look out for that. And uh, I, I'm running out of things. Oh, Patreon. You can check us out at patreon.com slash channel where you can... Uh, I know. Well... Digital and Dice has me in the uh, habit of saying Patreon because it's an ongoing joke. But uh, hi, Justin. Uh, but I, uh, you know, you could you could check us out there and uh, get some behind the scenes stuff where we uh, post some links to our watch alongs for this show, as well as some other things like uh, pictures of Mavis. We uh, throw up there once in a while because she's a pretty cat and we love her. Um, yeah, but that's it for me. Uh, let's end this thing. Goodbye.